0: from the Dave Campbell's Texas football crew. If all of that sounds good to you, consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas football insider at texasfootball.com insider. That's texasfootball.com insider. And thanks for listening. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Make sure you catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on texasfootball.com and on Facebook. And if you like the show, subscribe on the podcast vendor of your choice. Give us a positive rating and tell a friend. Yes! Yes! Yes, y'all, from the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas. It is Texas Football Today, a show on the internet in another year. My name is Greg Tupper. I am the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us, whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on Facebook or you're listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to. On the podcast vendor of your choice. Please rate and comment and tell your friends about it. Either way, by the way, I have a new podcast intro for you. For me? Yeah. Just have a as okay. we're producing on the fly. Oh, nice. Cool. Uh, either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. Sitting here, sitting over there, a little under the weather.
1: But still kicking. It's the Duchess <laughs> of the
0: Dorks. It's Ashley Pickle.
1: How do you? I changed my, I changed, I put that in my Twitter bio, know, by the way. I know, I noticed. Yeah.
0: I noticed. Oh, okay. I, I, I didn't know if you noticed I, not I, I came, for some reason, I just came up with that
1: on the fly at the on the fly at the
0: meetup, the at the meetup. Yeah. And I loved it like, when, when we did the introductions. It was like I was okay. introducing everybody, and um, and then we got to, we got to hash. I was like, I just said the Duchess of the Dorks. I was like, that works perfectly, actually. Yeah. No, we <laughs> have not heard you have called me a lot of things,
1: but that one that one was that let's one was good. <laughs> stitch that into a throw
0: pillow. Um, <laughs> mm. we need T-shirts for that.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. Get
1: my 2020
0: on. is going to be the year of the T-shirts. 2020 is the year yeah. of the of the Texas Football Today mm-hmm. swag. I yeah. am making it happen. Okay. okay. Uh, do we have first four through the door?
1: We sure do, and actually this is super impressive, but Mies said first first four of the decade and he was the first Wow So that's that's pretty big. But go. it was Mies, Josh Chapa, Rob Hadaway, and Daniel Agnew. Welcome in guys, congratulations, first ones of twenty twenty.
0: And sitting to my right, the Titans twenty to my Patriots thirteen. Let's go. Our West African Prince Dishville Johnson. Ladies and gentlemen.
1: Oh, I was so hungry. The hyped only for you.
0: this is true, the only Titans fan I know. Yeah, <laughs> you are the only Titans fan I know. Yeah, I was so happy for you. <laughs> I was like, I, as you know, I'm an NFL agnostic. I don't yeah. care. Mm-hmm. But I found myself like sitting there nervous. Yeah. In the for- <laughs> like when Brady got the ball. Yep. Oh
2: yeah. When
0: they got the ball at, like the thirty with like four minutes, I was like, mm-hmm. about to no, that was it. About to rip all of it. our hearts out.
2: Yep, that was it. But they did it. Yeah. Uh, my friend texted me. He's like. uh... Are you in your, Are you just watching this game alone in your apartment? It's like, yeah, I'm not being in public for this. No, like I was, I would have been a wreck. Yeah. Are you kidding me? I've I've seen two Titans games at a bar, and they're terrible. I don't. I hate being in a bar. Yeah. Like watching a team that I really like. If it's a regular, se- I'll go see a regular season game. Playoff games, I won't do that. That's a weird thing to
0: too. Is like if you care deeply about a team, no. if you're at the game, you can go crazy. It's right. acceptable to go crazy yeah. there, even right. though you're in public. Mm-hmm. At like a bar, though. Yeah.
2: I'm not, do, I'm not doing that. Sorry. Like
0: any other places, it's just yeah. tough. But anyway, it was, it was, very, very, I'm it was very, fun. Very, very happy.
2: <laughs> Me and my friends have a pack that if they ever go to the a- uh, AFC title game, we're going to Nashville. Even nice. if they're playing Nashville or not, we're just going to Nashville. <laughs> so to be the like old, as,
0: as you guys know, the only sports team I actually care about besides QPR, who, by the way, have scored 11 goals in two games in 2020. <laughs> oh, my God.
1: They're,
0: my goodness. Anyway, uh, they're killing people. Um, they uh, is the Rangers, the Texas Rangers. Mm-hmm. My buddy and I have a pact that if the Rangers ever win the World Series, we're getting the full box score tattooed on our back. <laughs> like, I'm talking oh, weather, umpires, time of game, the whole thing. Oh, Just man. Oh, I don't know does, if that's actually does going to happen because now, feel about right, that. exactly. It's not my decision anymore. But <laughs> in any case, today is Monday, January 6th, 2020. Episode. Our, uh, no, 325 days. See, I told you, I'm rusty. 325 <laughs> days till Thanksgiving. Episode 878. 878, the number of runs Juan Gonzalez scored in his illustrious Texas Rangers career. So on today's show, got a big show. We're going to recap state championship games with a segment we call, Hey! Remember state championship games? <laughs> so we're going to talk about that. And then, back after the show, big-time guest, state champion guest. We'll be joined by the head coach of your Austin Westlake Chaparrals. Coach Todd Dodge will join us. Coming up here at the back half of the program. Excited to talk to Coach Dodge, uh, who brings home title number five for him personally, mm-hmm. title number two for Westlake, and the first title for Westlake in since the Drew Brees era. Mm-hmm. So excited to talk to Coach Dodge. I know he's pretty fired up about all that. So let's remember some stuff. Let's remember. <laughs> think back yep. like almost three weeks ago mm-hmm. to the state championship games. Uh, at AT&T Stadium, we were there for all 12 of them. Thank you for making Texas—this is the most successful year for TexasFootball.com we've ever had at the state championship games. It's unbelievable. Uh, and overall, it's weird because I think last year in 2019, from a game-quality perspective, I think we got spoiled. Hmm? Especially Late. Those right. last two, yeah. obviously Longview and Westbrook, and then North Shore and Duncanville, yep. we got spoiled big time. This was, I would say, a lot more in line in line with what we're used to. Yeah, a couple of games really great. Yeah,
2: yeah. Ryan and Shadow Creek that was awesome. Great, was at awesome. least a great finish. Yeah, Blonde. I'd say that was a good game. All the way oh, through. All, all the there way was through. no, there was no point in that game where you're like here it comes, like here yeah. it comes, like the right. the twenty point lead yeah. or something like that. It was always like kind of a slugfest back and forth. And then the opener,
1: yeah, the Blum game, yeah, Blum and McLean. That was, was awesome. awesome. If
2: you, I'll be honest, if you want to say Blum and McLean's a game of the weekend, I'll listen. I think you put it perfectly. Where it was like, that was the perfect encap. Both games were the perfect encapsulation. of Six man. Yeah. You had this awesome back yeah. and forth basketball on turf. McLean versus Blum game. And then you had a 45. Yeah. And, and you had, then you, had, and you, you, you yeah. had the other end of that spectrum, which is the lopsided blowout mm-hmm. that happens you know, more well, often than not. Or not more often than not, but it happens frequently. When six-man football is bad,
1: yeah. it's real bad. Ugh, it's it's, it's kind of
2: gross. A fa- when there's a favorite team and there's a clear favorite, it
0: could be... It's kind of gross. But then you have that... But when awesome, it's good, it's insane. amazing.
2: Yeah, that
0: <laughs> we were was so... losing
1: our mind, and that's oh, it. Yeah. like it was awesome. That was the oh, best like <laughs> advertisement,
0: right from the jump.
2: We yes. were like oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be one of those weeks. I know you're kind of you're kind of like yeah, it's the first game of the week, and you're kind of like okay, you're kind of all right, gotta get through the whole week. You gotta yeah. get, you get where's that energy, and then you're like oh my gosh, yeah, let's, right let's, from the jump, let's play this game
0: over again. <laughs> from there though, what I feel like you had was a variety of really bizarre games. Yeah. Uh, I go to post and Refurio. that first half mm-hmm. where it's seven seven, mm-hmm. and they're just kind of holding each other at arm's length. And then finally, like Refurio cracks the code and figures out, oh, if we just run Austin Ochoa, we'll win. Mm-hmm. It was that. Gunner and Paul
2: Pewitt had the most bizarre first half of the of the Paul year. Paul Pewitt had like the most random touchdowns and turnovers. Like yes. Gu- yes. Gunner for some reason threw the ball a bunch a couple times and, and it just, like, we didn't like, go well. 30? Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, it was like basically, and then they quit like and Paul Pewitt had that incredible re- interception return for a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, like, at the same time, it was tied at halftime. And I remember thinking, you look at the stats and you're like, Paul Pewitt, like, their offense has not been able to do anything. And they're tied at halftime. Like, what? Mm-hmm. It was one of those weird, like, there are a variety of those games that I think you saw teams pull away late. Uh, that was kind of the, the, kind of the theme of the weekend. Um, I thought that, um, you know Ryan Shadow Creek was obviously incredible. It had that viral moment I was that i going
1: to you got to talk about the punt return the thing. The punt yeah. return <laughs> uh,
0: the illegal kick return is what it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you've seen the the moment by now but the punter the the punt uh, the snap sails over the punter's head uh, for Denton Ryan and he just boots it off the ground.
2: Yeah, which is which is kick.
0: honestly okay a moment here. Uh-huh. He caught that on the hop. Oh and yeah, no. You, you was... and I watch a lot of soccer, and we know how tough that is. That is a yeah. great volley. <laughs> like, it's a was... great volley. That it was, was, was like it awesome. was a, actually like a great kick. Super illegal. Right. I want to be clear. <laughs> you can't do that <laughs> yeah, at
2: all. That's, that's, I didn't know that it was a. Uh, I thought it was, like, a dead ball foul or, like, the play's dead there. I I didn't know it was, like, you could decline the penalty and, like, oh, they got the return back anyway. Well, and I
1: think the most impressive thing about it was the kid who returned it was only a sophomore. Yeah, Yeah. Randy Masters. He knew. He was, like, oh, everyone's stopping. I'm just going to
0: pick this up and go. 15, what a (laughs) heads up Why not? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Here's
0: the worst thing that happens. Mm -hmm. The worst thing that happens is you get tackled and you get a safety.
2: Right, right. That's the
0: worst thing that happens. Mm -hmm. So he's, like. I don't know now. I don't know. I love to talk with Randy Masters, and Mm -hmm. and I'll talk to him like honestly and be like, "Did you know the rule?" I I bet he was like, "No." I was just kind of going on instinct like, "I'm gonna pick up the like play to the whistle," and I haven't heard a whistle. But like that was a super heads up play. He takes it back for a score, and that ended up being really like a big difference maker in that game. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
1: it shifted momentum.
0: Um, Other games that like I'm trying to run through it. It's kind of you know that Mart Hamlin game was a lot of fun. Um, Sloppy in the second half, I would say. Uh, but everyone got to see the Austin Lozano hive going. Everybody loves Austin Lozano, the, the, the big the big boy for for Hamlin. Um and then but in, in the end it ended up being a big defensive play by Clyde Harry Campbell to pick six for for yeah. Marth that ended up turning the game and giving them the state championship. We saw history, two teams win their ninth state championship, Richland Springs won it, and then Alito. We told you that Alito Fortman Marshall is gonna be a lot closer this year. Mm-hmm. Uh we weren't right on everything, Fort but we Marshall,
2: were Fort Marshall right did not was not letting last year happen no. again.
0: I would say I was really impressed by Carthage and yeah. mm. their ability to like impose went off. impose their will. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like they impose their will on a team that you that doesn't get that that doesn't happen to in Lehigh. Right? They do that to teams. And, and then and then they had the individual playmaker in in Calvante Dixon, mm-hmm. who was supremely unbelievable.
2: I think that um, looking back, I want to say the game. I feel like we the one game we nailed in terms of like not results, but. Uh, flow of the game mm-hmm. was Ryan Shadow Creek because yep. we went into that one we were saying we still granted they were coming off a blowout win of uh, uh, Frisco Lone Star mm-hmm. but I, I f- we never had a really good indication of what Den Ryan was mm-hmm. right. and it was like this team could blow Shadow Creek out mm-hmm. by twenty or they could also lose a close game. It was the highest variance game, right? And because we also hadn't seen Shadow Creek play a full sixty minutes. Mm-hmm. Of awesome football. Yes. They like, had not put together 48 consecutive uh, 48. great minutes. Yeah. And so it was like – so you also had like Shadow Creek slow starts against Foster, against mm-hmm. Maynard too, against other teams. And then they finished strong. The defense would always click. Kyron Jones was a little off in the playoffs at times. He never really put together a full game. And then they did. Then mm-hmm. in the state, it was like, oh, okay, here's, here's the Shadow Creek. You know, Step had been talking about in Houston. That was the team that everybody had been talking about all year. was Shadow Creek, mm-hmm. Shadow Creek. And it was like, oh, okay, here's the team that we saw – and it turns out and also Den Ryan, you know, they also proved that they they uh they were glad to be on the yeah, sta- on the big they stage. Are, they like, deserved to be right, there. It for was sure. two heavyweights going at it yeah. and we figured we figured it was gonna be a close game if both teams played to their potential.
0: I I, I think so. And and you know, what's funny is that we have we have sat here this whole time mm-hmm. and we have not talked about the six A games at all. Mm. Right? Yeah right? it's weird. Uh now the two three A games Grandview and, and, and uh Grandview Pottsboro. taking on Pottsboro and that game was fun. It was really fun. I, I thought Pottsboro one other thing that I'll say b- before we go to the six eight games, none of the first timers mm-hmm. I think were blown away by the moment. Yeah. None of them. No. I thought they all acquitted themselves very well. I thought Post acquitted themselves well. I thought Hamlin acquitted themselves well. I thought Pottsboro acquitted themselves mm-hmm. well, and then obviously Blum did an excellent job uh there as well. They all played pretty well. Um but that was both – those, both those 3A games uh, between, you know, Grandview winning uh, their state championship and then Gunner, um, you know, the, the individual playmakers, and it was – those were really fun games to keep an eye on. The 6A games. So, there was North Shore and Duncanville. Mm-hmm. The
1: rematch.
0: Which, look, obviously we got a little bit of a, 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 a wrench thrown in things with the news that Zach Evans was not going to play. Right. A late scratch. Um it didn't real. I mean, it's not to say it didn't matter. Having a guy like that obviously would have helped. Yeah. But uh, Roger, God bless. Oh, gosh. Hagen. Hagen? Yes. Yes. Roger Hagen. Yes. Um, he was terrific. But in the end, that team all year long has been to Matrice Davis' team. Mm-hmm. And he guided them to a victory. They played without
2: Evans before. They had played this without year. Evans. This <laughs> year.
0: Right. I thought Duncanville played. About as well as you could pot offensively as you could reasonably expect.
2: You saw play. the ceiling yes. with them offensively. You did. You. And it was it was Parson making some big plays, there right? Are a couple I plays. he had the first touchdown, right? <clears> the <throat> run. Uh he had some big throws. Then you also th- saw some freshman moments. Hmm? Um and then you also saw when they tried to go with Tristan Smith. Yeah. North Shore could key in. And there's only so much he can do when the defense knows what you're going to do, do.
1: I think we all left that game saying there's no doubt that that kid's going to be a stud. One. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like,
0: No, there, the, he, the flashes yeah, he, showed he showed in that showed game are just, just unbelievable. Awesome. Uh, Roderick Daniels kept them in that game, too. Mm-hmm. He had some big, splashy plays. They were they were having a lot of success getting to the edge, but then once that kind of dried up and mm-hmm. North Shore kind of schemed around that and they said, we're going to force Parson to make plays, in the yeah. end their defense kind of swallowed him up. Yeah. And so North Shore – and by the way, you know – Davis didn't have to throw a ton. They they, they relied on the running game. Mm-hmm. But he hit Charles King for for the for the freaking dagger. Mm-hmm. And that is, man, another... I know he's open, right? That's a busted coverage by Duncanville on the third down. Yeah. It's a busted coverage. But, like, you still got to put it on him, and mm-hmm. that's a dime. That's on the money, and, and it's party time there for North Shore. And then the late game. And we're going to talk with the head coach uh, of Westlake, uh, Todd Dodge, here in a moment. It's weird because... That game really reminds me a lot of the 2017 finale of Cy Fair and Midway where you have a team in Cy Fair whose defense is their calling card, Mm -hmm. and they were the dominant force in the game. Yes, obviously that game changed uh, uh, when Eli Eli Stowers went down. Mm -hmm. Obviously that game changed, Mm -hmm. okay? But make no mistake, the Westlake defense was cooking, Mm -hmm. and they were fantastic, uh, and obviously, what I appreciate about uh, about Coach Dodge, and we'll ask him about it in a moment, is that obviously, whenever Stowers went down, the offense for for Guyer changed, and mm-hmm. the game plan for Westlake, I think, changed accordingly as far as play calling on the offensive side. Everything changed at that moment, and they he had a great ability to read the game on the field and say, "Let's adjust our game plan around this and mm-hmm. win this game." Mm-hmm. We're, we're not going to take crazy shots.
2: We're going to control the ball. We're yes. going to make sure they have as little op- – like, g- granted, the, the offense struggled to move the ball, and they knew that Geyer's only chance was going to be Kedrick Cobbs having an incredible game, which he somehow did manage to have after, after all of that. But they knew that he was going to be their, their meal ticket to win that game. Yes. And so what he did was he would control the ball on offense to where – the fact that they had to run the ball was a detriment because yes. they didn't have enough time to do that. So, like, the, you know, the times that he did. You know, was able to get those long runs. It was like great. You just burned three minutes yeah. off the clock because you needed to build up your running back to drive down the field. And, so, and
0: I'm going to ask Coach Judge about this, but Kirkland Michaud
2: was—he's good, man. He was really, really solid, good. man. He, as, he, again, he had as, a couple plays where I was like, "As somebody who saw him earlier in the year against Lake Travis, like he is—he was a different quarterback in the he state was. championship game.
0: So the state championships were fun. Tomorrow on the show, I'm going to tell these guys so that they can prepare. Uh, we are each going to name our five players we're going to remember from the state championship games. Oh, okay? nice. So cool. we're going to each pick out a top five okay. uh, players that we're going to remember uh, from the state championship games. Uh, but it was a lot of fun there at, at AT&T Stadium in Arlington. We're Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, Talking Football on the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Campbell's, and of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Texasfootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across Lone Star State. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, Step will have some news coming up later. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, become a, a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. Today, we put up our program rankings, our six-year program rankings. They're up right now. You can see where your team ranks. Uh, over the course of the last six years. You can see where it ranks. Uh, we ranked 1 through 1,189, I believe is the number. There were a number of teams that did not feel the team this year, so they drop out. But then they also had teams that joined because of the realignment year. So, texfootballcom slash insider to become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. Join the movement.
1: I don't know.
0: <laughs> right. right. <laughs> Ashley, let's go to the hotline and let's bring in the head coach of your 6A Division II state champion Austin Westlake Chaparral. We're joined by Coach Todd Dodge. Coach, how are you?
3: I'm doing great, Greg. How you doing? Happy New Year.
0: Happy New Year to you too. I imagine that this New Year was maybe even a little bit better than than they usually are, especially with with an, with another ring on the way.
3: I tell you what, uh, it was uh, it was a fun last two weeks. <laughs> it really was between between family and friends. It's been a great time.
0: Well, you know, I, I want to ask you about this particular Shaps team because you have obviously yep. been around great teams, uh, state yep. championship caliber teams. Obviously something was different about this team and something was remarkable about this team. Have you been able to put a finger on what it is about this team that makes them so special?
3: Yeah, um, well, when you just really look through the lineup and start on the defensive side, we were uh, we were really good at all three levels defensively. Uh, our secondary, you know, led by Sage Luther and Leo Lowe, and those guys had played a ton of games. Our linebacker unit, uh, which was the most absolutely uh, inexperienced group that we've had in a while, uh, stepped up like no other. Um, uh, Braden Duncan, um Came off the JV and had a f- fabulous year, and then and the defensive line uh, we thought would be solid. Solid. We thought it would be uh, have depth, and it did, uh, led by Bobby Duncan and uh, and Austin McClendon. So, but so really at all three levels, and we got great leadership at all three levels, and, and we were very consistent uh, throughout. Uh, got a little wake up call in the middle of the season, and uh, after the Lake Travis and the uh, Dove Valley games where we got. Uh, we got nicked up a little bit as far as the production against our defense. Uh, it was lights out. Um, not a whole lot of superstars. There won't be a Division One signee coming off of that of that group. Probably, maybe so, but probably not. Uh, just uh, a bunch of high school football players that uh, had a lot of experience and played really well. And then offensively, uh, we just we – bec- we continue to become more and more difficult to defend by personnel as the year went on, um, where, you know, early in the year, people were not going to allow us, uh, to just have it be a Mason Mangum show. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were able to turn to, to Ryan Lindley. And then, uh, when both of them, uh, people defensed us to take them away, the, the young freshmen came about. So, and then the running game improved, um, as the year went on. Uh, and then we probably got our most versatile player back right in the middle of the season, Jackson Coker. Um, and then that leads me to say we, we stayed as healthy as any team that I've ever had. And I told them going down the stretch, let's make sure that we use this um, as a strength of ours. Cause I've coached teams that have won state championships that have been running on fumes. This team really where you hope that they peak at the right time, uh, we continued to get better as we went through. So I think that made it us very unique.
0: And, you know, Coach, one guy that, that I, I tried to shout out as much as possible on on, on the broadcast um, that I feel like somehow still doesn't get as much credit as, as he deserves, and I know you you appreciate the work of, of your defensive coordinator, Tony Salazar, and, and and the work that he does on that side. You know, we, we talk so much with head coaches, uh, but you know as well as anybody uh, what a team effort this is from the coaching perspective. Uh, and it seems like, you know, it, it seems like this was, and especially there in that state championship game against a, a high-powered guy or offense, uh, that seemed like that was a, a master class from your defense coordinator, Tony Salazar. And it, I feel like he's, yeah, people should know his name, but uh, but now it, it, if the secret was ever kept, the secret seems like it's out now.
3: Well, I definitely think that people know uh who Tony is right here in the greater Austin area. There's no doubt about that. Uh, We've been together eight years now. I would not trade him for anybody in the world. He's going to have an opportunity to be a head coach um, real soon. And um, he is just one of the great teachers of the game of football. Um, uh, He has a plan. Um, uh, He does a tremendous job year in and year out of uh, being able to get around to all of our players. We're fortunate enough to – to be able to allow Tony to just be the defense coordinator, he doesn't necessarily coach a position, uh, so he's able to get around throughout practice uh, to all of our kids, and uh, I think that's hugely important on the defense side of the ball.
0: We're talking with Todd Dodge, the head coach of the Six A Division Two State Champion Westlake Chaparrals, here on Texas Football Today. Get involved in the conversation. Hashtag TF Today, Coach. Um, I want to go back to that state championship game against Guyer. Obviously, the game changes a little bit with when Guyer's outstanding quarterback goes down. Uh, but that is still a very dangerous, dangerous Guyer team uh, on on both sides of the ball. Uh, but but uh, you know, you guys go into halftime up fourteen nothing. I'm, I'm interested. What kind of changes? How did you adjust to the game on the fly uh, mid game to make sure you guys came out with a victory?
3: Well, we wanted to make sure when we uh, when we got the ball first, the second half they were going to get it first. Defensively, we got to stop. Mm-hmm um and then when we got the ball first we felt it was really really important to go score on the first possession of the third quarter um we felt like if we could get this thing to 21 uh we would be in great shape Mm -hmm. and and frankly that was kind of the winning drive right there from a standpoint of putting it far enough away and uh you know it was interesting uh guy really didn't seem to change their game plan uh once um once their quarterback went out, they, they continue to run their young quarterback on quarterback draws and quarterback counters, stuff like that. Uh, but Kadrick Cobbs, uh, wow, one for the ages. Um, as far as production, as far as a class kid, tough. Uh, whoever gets him at the college level, um, I, I'm, I'm a huge fan. I think all of the people here in Westlake are huge fans of uh, – of Kendra Cobb's and and just the class that he showed and the toughness. I I can promise you this: our our defensive players, uh, you know, they celebrated and everything, but they're pretty sore on uh, mm-hmm. on Sunday morning. Um,
0: the other on the other side of the ball, obviously, the the defense gets a lot of the credit. A, a shutout in a state championship game is very hard to come by. But uh, your quarterback Kirkland show I know, won a lot of fans there as well. Uh, yeah. This is a guy who I know that you were rotating quarterbacks a lot during the year. Uh, Michaud ends up getting the job there in, in the playoffs, and, and boy, it seemed like he blossomed. What, what can you tell us? You're a guy who knows a thing or two about quarterbacks. What can you tell us about uh, yeah. about this young man?
3: Well, Kirkham was always the quarterback of this class, and you know when they were in seventh grade, eighth grade, ninth grade, um, he was always the guy in this class. However, as a freshman, I had to put him on varsity for about half the season because he was at times he was the next best guy because he was backing up Sam and we had some injuries and so forth and so on and uh, and then when he he started competing with uh, with Taylor Anderson he had a few injuries that kept him kind of behind the eight ball and that and then of course Taylor took off and and uh, we you know he goes we go 34 and three with him over a two-year period and but he just kind of weighed his turn uh, the competition was one that Something that I've never done before, uh, Greg, probably never do again, is rotate three quarterbacks. Uh, it just was the right thing for us at the time. Uh, and it didn't get in the way of uh, of our productivity of our offense or the productivity of our team. And I told them all along, I said, if I feel like it does, then I'm going to choose somebody. But for the first five weeks of the season, uh, these three quarterbacks, Kay Klobnik, uh Drew Willoughby, and Kirk LaMicheau, they were leading the Austin area and, and touchdown passes, passing yards, the whole the whole deal. They actually, between the three of them, are the leading passer in the history of uh, Westlake High School <laughs> football, in 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 every category. It just won't go. None of those records will go by any one of those three names. But for this season, and so I'm really proud of all three of those kids. Uh, Drew Willoughby is a guy that, you know, uh, you know, Drew probably could have done like a lot of kids do and gone and saw. I'm not. Maybe I'm not going to get play and transfer, but. He wanted to stay and be a chap. You know, um, you know, Kirkland Michaud could have been a guy that, you know, could have said, you know what, I'm not getting mine uh, early enough in my career. I'm going to go straight baseball. And for that, those two kids, those two seniors, I I love them. Uh, I have so much respect for them. And then we've got the young one coming now, uh, Cade Klubnick, mm-hmm. who will be an outstanding player. But, but Kirkland, I mean, he threw 47 touchdown passes against six interceptions, and he didn't start the first five games of
2: the season. Mm-hmm.
0: It it's truly remarkable what, what you know your your state championship run and and I I I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you about uh how special it is for your family specifically uh yeah. for for those who don't know uh you're you're married to uh, Elizabeth Neptune Dodge who is the daughter right. of of the legend down there in Westlake Ebby Neptune. Um right. Uh, you know, you've won state championships before. Uh, you've, this is your fifth state title as, as a head coach. But to bring a title to Westlake, which I know means so much to your family, wh- what has that been like?
3: It means everything to to my family. Um, it means everything to Elizabeth, to uh, to Rebecca, her sister, mm-hmm. to all of Abby's grandkids, uh, to my son Riley, to my daughter Molly. They've all, they all grew up. Uh, as little kids coming to Westlake camps, and and I as a young coach in the uh, in the you know late 80s, early 90s, mid 90s would you know watch the great Westlake teams play. Uh, you know Riley was one of the ball boys on the 1996 team. 23 years ago, um, this was the 50th anniversary of our school here at Westlake. So it just I can't tell you it just it means everything. This was always something that we hoped would happen to us in our career uh, is to be able to come back to Westlake and uh, be the head coach and athletic director. And, uh, you know, in 2015, when, uh, when we got beat by North shore and overtime, I thought, you know, it may never happen, but for this to happen and at this place, it, uh, it's very, very special. And we're, we're just as happy as we can be.
0: It's a special time down there. At Westlake High School, the 6A Division II state champions with their coach Todd Dodge. Coach, really appreciate your time again. Congratulations, uh, and uh, I, I know I know it won't be won't be long before you're getting to work on the 2020 season. But uh, but enjoy right. enjoy this one, coach. Congratulations again.
3: Thanks, Greg. Appreciate
0: you. There he goes, Todd Dodge, the head coach, of the Westlake Chaparrales, and you know I wanted to make sure we mention you know that he does have such a unique tie to. That, that whole family has such a unique tie to Westlake. Mm-hmm. And, and I know, I think there were people that, you know, he, he goes, he was at South Lake Carroll. He goes off to, to North Texas. Uh, he ends up at, at Marble Falls. The job at Westlake comes open. He takes the job at Westlake. And I'm not, I, I don't know if people necessarily realize how, how much that means to his family mm-hmm. and how much that means to the Dodges and the Neptunes. And stuff that it's it's super super cool to see them bring home a state championship there uh, to Westlake because I mean you know, the thing is Westlake has been one of the very best programs in the state yeah just their second title though yeah yeah like you know Eby Neptune was an unbelievable head coach and athletic director uh, he you know he didn't win a, a title there. right you know th- you think about some of the great coaches that have gone through there they weren't able to do it but you know I know it means a lot uh, to the folks down there in 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 Austin and at uh, Westlake to, to bring home a state championship and uh, obviously number. Uh, Number six, or, or number five, rather, five. for Coach Dodge. Pretty, pretty cool, mm-hmm. pretty
2: remarkable. It seemed a little weird that we'd gone a while without right. seeing Todd Dodge mm-hmm. hoist that trophy. It, it, so. I mean, it had been since 'oh six. Yeah, that was their last title. They're in in six. His last
0: title. Uh, his his last title. Well, yeah, his last title at at Carroll. Yeah. Um. And uh. Just just really, really remarkable. Um. And, and cool cool to see uh, them uh, win a state championship. Congratulations, Coach Dodge. Appreciate his time. And now we go to Ashley Pickle or what's left of her for <laughs> America's second favorite segment. <laughs> Final thoughts.
1: Um, so Hector Rios asked, any thoughts on Mike McCarthy as the new head coach for the Cowboys? So Because uh, Mr. Tepper over here was, uh, tick- he was keeping it up on uh, the ticket. You want to ticket brace. for a while? <laughs> so I
0: had to fill in. For those who don't know, I had to fill in. Not had to. I got to fill in yeah. with, with the great John Radigan of Fox Sports Southwest on uh, Sports Radio 1310, the ticket here in DFW. Uh, And this was on Black Monday, and then I guess Black Tuesday? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, whenever the NFL makes all their moves. And so we go there, and we're scripting our run sheet, but thinking, there's no way we're going to get through all this because we're going to have to do breaking news of Jason Garrick being fired and all that fun stuff. Uh, It ends up not happening. We go through two full run sheets and do it on Monday and Tuesday on the 30th and 31st. Uh, Look, uh, I think that it is pretty apparent that – Jerry Jones is gonna wanna win now. Yep. Uh if he wanted to there when you take a look at and if you believe the the rumblings that they were basically that they very much valued NFL experience over all else mm-hmm. and a Mike McCarthy hire would seem to indicate that. Right, then that signals to me that he is like, no, we're we're going out there and we're winning a Super Bowl in the next two years.
2: Yeah, no, a lot of of the rumors, like, you know, we we saw the, obviously everybody, the one rumor that I think everybody wanted was Lincoln Riley. Mm -hmm. Um, I think Urban Meyer was another rumor. And I don't, there wasn't that NFL slam dunk obvious hire that like would have been like, oh yeah, the Cowboys are going to go after this guy in the NFL. And so naturally everybody gravitated towards college. I don't think Jerry Jones is going to risk the last part of his era Mm -hmm. on a college coach. When a team that he feels is built to win now, I don't think he would have put – he wouldn't risk the growing pains. Right. Even right. though it may be Even though Lincoln Riley might be an incredible yes. NFL head coach, he, there was that what if of like what even, if he's not. Even Matt Rule, right? right? Matt Rule's right. a guy that's gonna get a lot
0: of a lot of play. And so I don't
2: think yeah, so like somebody like my that's what I mean, like the the other guy they interviewed was Marvin Lewis. Like mm-hmm. somebody who hasn't had postseason success but has experience in the NFL. Yes. It was NFL head coaches. Um, Mike McCarthy was the probably as far as NFL head coaches go available probably the best name out there. That's yeah, not
1: And you can tell that they had their mind honestly made up because they officially released the news about Jason what oh, yesterday, yeah. yesterday like in yeah. the middle of interviewing then, Mike McCarthy. Yeah, then they had got the tweet up right now. Jason Garrett probably going. interviewed tweet Mike
0: McCarthy. Tweet came down at himself. 5:52 p.m. yesterday. Right. <laughs> yeah. <Like Garrett> during <laughs> during the Eagles Seahawks. Jerry year.
2: probably grabbed Jason Garrett had him do the interview himself. He's like, right. "Hey, interview your replacement real quick." Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> so um, it, yeah. look,
0: uh, I, that's what I think. Will yeah. Mike McCarthy succeed? There are people there are people who are Packers fans who were very happy to see him go.
2: Well, like well, but, I, I think, I, I, think I, I think I saw a gauge on 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 Twitter that was perfect. It was this. Media perception of head coaching hire. The bottom was former team, former uh, fans of the team he used yeah. to coach. The actual ability somewhere in the right. middle. Right, it's somewhere <laughs> in the
0: middle. Like, so look, I, I think that I think that in the end, I think Jason Garrett cost him a couple games this year. Yeah, and he cost him a couple games over the course of his tenure. I think mm-hmm. it was time for him to go. I think the voice had gotten stale in the room. Mm-hmm. Th- I would say that the biggest the biggest question for them in the offseason has nothing to do with the head coach. They have a lot of Contract. guys free. Mm-hmm. A lot. I think it's 22. 22 guys are free, and a lot of those guys are on the side of the ball that costs you the season, which is the defense. Mm-hmm. Okay? Michael Bennett is free. Mm-hmm. Uh, Robert Quinn is free. Uh, a lot of that... Lo- Jones, right? Byron, Byron Jones, Jones is free, is
2: right? And you have linebackers who which really have not been that
0: great. Super regressed.
2: Yeah right? On big deals. And so.
0: I mean, you've got a guy in Leighton Vander Esch who was pretty good until now where there's, he's got that spinal stenosis. Mm-hmm. There's a big question as to whether or not he's ever going to play again. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's, he could be, you know, that's the thing that cost Michael Irvin his career his yeah. spinal stenosis. So look, they have a lot of questions. This is one question that they have answered. Mm-hmm. I think they've answered it fine i'm curious
2: curious how his staff looks like how the staff is he gonna be calling plays because i know that was the big thing with him in green bay is that the play calling was a suspect so like is he gonna call plays who's his coordinator gonna be if not who's what type of defense are they gonna run because they're set up for a four three right just a regular four three right Mm -hmm. now uh so do they go three four do they go back because i know he ran a three four in green bay Mm -hmm. all this different things um they could have done worse. Like, it's, yeah, it's Mike McCarthy is a fine head coach. Don't they did, listen. Don't yeah. listen to Packers fans. Right, they're going to think he's, he's fine. the fine. He did. A, he's he's, he's, he's a made the pretty playoffs. solid head coach. He's fine. So like, they could have done worse. Yes. It's clear that he wanted somebody with experience. Yeah, they could have hired Jeff Fisher. They really could have. They really
0: could have, <laughs> hired, really Jeff could have hired Jeff Fisher. <laughs>
1: Anything else? So, um, or yeah. do, you wanna, do you want to do you want to give your voice? That's
0: the most impressive. NFL talk I think we had on here. That's hearing, m- like that's you. the so that's a world record.
1: A lot of unanswers about the Cowboys, but we do know that the Titans are moving on in the playoffs. So that's, it's there we darn go. darn right. There's, there's Ish. Uh, no, the yeah. one other thing Shout is... Shout out Big Spring. <laughs> Ed asked, uh, do we know who won the state title pick'em contest?
0: I need to look that up. Thank you for reminding me. Yes, so we will look um, that up. We'll do that. We'll look that up, and we will report that hopefully tomorrow, if I can look it up.
1: Yeah. Let's and find out. Yeah, and then I think the only other thing would be Thanks to everyone who came out to the uh, subscriber meetup. Yeah, yeah. We that really was awesome. enjoyed. There's a video up on YouTube if you haven't seen yeah, it we on the ha- YouTube page. we had
0: a great we had a great time there. I apologize if we all looked exhausted. It's because we were all exhausted. Right. Yeah. But uh, we had a great time meeting all y'all and chopping it up with you. We're definitely going to do it again. Like that's not yeah. that's not a one-off. We're going to do that again. That was in a lot of ways that was will people come out to this thing? Yeah. Like and you guys showed out in force. Uh, I- a lot of fun uh, the, we, This is 100% And then I promise we'll go Even though Whatever It's an internet show We don't have breaks um, <laughs> We were about to leave Because we had a pretty hard out I kind of told the staff mm-hmm. That I was like Hey About 9.30 9.45 We got to start heading for the door Because yeah. we got to go to AT&T Stadium So it was like 9.45 I grabbed the microphone I said Hey guys thanks very much We got to head out Good to see you. Well, you know, enjoy the games. Thanks for being a subscriber. Holder. Oh yeah. We start walking out.
2: I see. So I
0: you yeah, basically like the... grab my
2: collar. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I was heading to the exits. I was uh, I was heading to the exits, and then I see. John King <laughs> from Longview uh, coming to the door and I was like, <gasps> so I like reverse foot. I, <laughs> yeah. Turn turn my head, run towards Greg was like, we gotta stay for like ten, fifteen minutes. John and Haynes are here. Because it was John, both John King yeah. and Haynes King it was were there. Awesome. And I was like, oh, we cannot leave right now. And Greg's like, no. oh crap. And so we like go and like, dang it, you yeah.
0: had to show up now. Yeah. Uh but it was uh John King, Haynes King, and Tyshawn Taylor, the yeah, linebacker. Tyshawn Taylor. It was, yeah. Who that kid's a freaking wrecking ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. I shook his hand and I was yeah. like, "Oh my god. He's a, he's a big dude. <laughs> that's a that's a grown man. Uh somebody recruit him." Uh that is but that was a lot of fun. Uh good time had by all. The food was pretty good. I yeah. Yeah, so, Texas
1: Live. Looks Texas Live. Awesome. And I think that was a lot of people's first time at the Vintage, yeah. so that was really good. We got to cool. take it over. Like
0: they let us take over the screens. I was yeah. like, "Look at
1: us. Yeah. We <laughs> look all... at us.
0: We're big boys.
1: <laughs> we did it." Uh,
0: that was a lot of fun. So thanks for coming out for all the people who came out and don't worry if you missed this one. Uh, we're gonna have other ones in the works uh, during the off season. We got, and by the way, if, if you're just tuning in, and this is your first time. Like, uh, we got a whole off season worth of fun stuff, yeah. including things these guys don't even know about that I've thought of over the course of the, course oh, of the last joy. week. That's right. It'll be fun because last year, I'll just give you a little bit of a tease. So last year, <laughs> Ashley, uh-huh. uh, we reviewed uh, the Friday Night Lights TV show. Yes,
1: I'm aware of oh. that.
0: Okay, you're aware of that. Yeah.
1: I got it's other plans.
2: Oh no.
0: Got other plans. Oh
1: boy. I did not sign up for
0: this. We'll see. That's going to do it for us. Thank you for spending <laughs> part of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Thanks to Todd Dodge for being our guest for Ashley Pickle and Ishmael Johnson. I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please give be your player of the year trophy. It's 2020. We'll see you tomorrow on Texas football today. So.